This week on the Roommates Podcast. As the liquor slowly begins to take hold of the last bit of my consciousness, I slip away into the night. My spirit screams within me, but my body remains silent. Hush. As a gleam of light breaks through, my awareness returns for a brief moment. When did he get on top of me? Why the hell is he inside of me? Wait, no. I thought he respected me. Hush. Yo, what's good, America? It's your boy, Hafiz. Crystal Show, baby. Yep, 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 yep. And we are... We are back. We're here. Welcome to another episode of Roommates Podcast, a late night conversation taking you behind the scenes of becoming amazing. Oh, amazing. That's just, new. Nah, that's that just for today. Okay. Featuring all the interesting people, perspective, and conversation you experience on the way. Also, also, known as the best hour of your week where you're entertained like a stand-up, educated like a TED Talk, and enlightened like a sermon. Boom. We, we really need a soundboard. I know, I know. The more, I know. the more yeah. I listen to Joe Budden's podcast, the more I want to soundboard. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot him a, you know, I'm gonna shoot him a message right now. <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't don't send it to Button. No, it's all Parks Music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it there. Button's on vacation. So, <laughs> vacation? Yeah, yeah. What's that? What? <laughs> you don't know what vacation is? You go on vacation with your bae. Oh. <laughs> I obviously haven't been doing much of that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Not much, man. How you been? Been all right. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I feel you I feel you Yeah man I feel like I don't know It's a lot, it's a lot of stuff I don't, I really have Nothing to complain about mm. Compared to other people Yeah Other people's problems It's like You know I really Like I have nothing to Like to take my happiness away I feel like And you joined a soccer team recently? A soccer team? Yeah To my friends? Huh? What? Didn't you like Join a soccer team? Yeah like pants Did I join a team? No, I joined the team as in I got soccer pants. Oh, as far as like the style of pants. Oh, Jesus oh. Lord. <laughs> you, you came in the house and I joined the team. So are I was you like, me right now? what is soccer? that? I was, nah. I was confused. No, because like, you know how Palumi got those, that same pants I had, but it's red? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Francis had the same one, like black or white one of them mm-hmm. too. And that's why I said I joined the team. Oh, mm. the Adidas soccer pants. Exactly, team. exactly. Interesting. You got to get, you gotta get you a pair, cuz. I have the Nike ones. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Maybe when that check rolls in, oh, big money. <laughs> no, you got a shoe coming in. A, a shoot? A wedding? Yeah, a shoot. Oh, a shoot. Oh, I'm tripping. What you think oh, I'm no, talking no, about? No, 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 no. That's why I said when it comes in. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was planned already. Oh no, 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 I said, no, I ain't no, big baller burn. No, I wish. I wish. You got the shirt on, so I thought you had at the check. You got your bag. I wish. I sent him. A, I sent him an email. So who email? Uh, Triple B's. Oh yeah, they're not answering that. I know, but I was, I was <laughs> gonna do it for the JBA. I was gonna help them promote it. When yeah, they, they probably <laughs> help help promote. They hey, using hey. Lonzo, Lamelo, and Jello. So hey, I think bro. they're fine. Another, bro. <laughs> you never know, bro. <laughs> help you get about two they, two sales. This man literally <laughs> went on CNN 
for marketing purposes. Talk about Trump. You gonna help them with promotion? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, saying, bro. I'm just saying. Everybody can help, a, man. Yes, that's a shot in the dark. <laughs> everybody can. I'm not help. trying to, you know. Of course, your juniors. Yeah, I'm, I, I, they're doing just fine. <laughs> everybody can help. Everybody no, I can agree. help. I agree. You gonna help for free? Yeah. Mm. Are you gonna go to the game? There's the game. Yeah, in Houston, but only bad thing is Lamelo won't be playing. They're, they're they're, not. No, I'm no. Well, 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 no, I'm good. Yeah, I don't sure. know. I mean, when is the game? Um, I think next week. No. <laughs> is the whole gang gonna be there? No. All right then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you was planning on going to the game. I was if they were coming. Oh. But then I realized like the Los Angeles team isn't coming to Houston, which kind of makes me upset. At all during the season? I just I checked. I, I didn't see anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe next year. Mm. All right. <laughs> So I was thinking about something. Of course you was. <laughs> I mean, you think a lot, bro. You think a lot. I, have, I think that's that's too different. That's how we're different. I don't think about nothing. <laughs> I wish I could be you, man. I like you know how like, you know the message I said today. <laughs> no wait, the one the one we were talking about today, the um which one, um child support. Oh, the Jesse Williams one. Yeah. What about it? Like I saw that. I didn't think much of it. <laughs> <laughs> Go see your messages. <laughs> yeah, I said like 10 messages about that. So yeah, man, I, I realized that I I don't know. You're a simple man. I, I think I think what I think what my problem is, um, is like instead of me coming up with ideas or coming up with plans or something, I would rather people tell me. Mm. So it's like, if I have like, okay, you know, hey, if I want to buy these shoes, you know, instead of making my own decision, I would ask, be like, man, you think I should buy these shoes? <laughs> kind of thing. Like, you know, is this good? Is this cool? This, is this, you know, should I do this kind of thing? Mm. Rather than just like really think about it. Interesting. Yeah. So not like in peer pressure, but more so like you like people giving you advice? I like to know that I'm making right decisions. Okay. I think that's okay. what it is. Not really, you know, it's not peer pressure advice. It's like, you know, I need somebody like, give me the okay to do this. Mm. So I can move forward in doing it. Mm. You know? That's interesting. That's how I am. As so, far as, but thinking <laughs> about stuff, yeah. like, man, heck, now I wouldn't sit here and think about nothing. You know what's funny? You made that reference and we were talking about, me and Sam, we're talking about when we all go out, what is each person like in regards to the NBA? Like, who is each person? <laughs> like, who is each person? So y'all got too much time on <laughs> And know what we said you were? What? We said you were Clint Capella. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, you just, you just there, yeah. and an opportunity just falls. Mm, you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm, you're, I'm just, like, well, I'm out. Okay, you're I like James you. Harden, and he just throws you alley oop, and you yeah, just, just boom every it time. It's guaranteed, 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 guaranteed. Got you. And that kind of like goes with your personality. Like you're not gonna, not that you can't, yeah, but you're not gonna go out of your way to do stuff. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so even like when you're talking about like, I'm gonna go shoe shop. I'm not gonna go out of my way to buy shoes. But someone's like, yo, these shoes are dope. Huh? I might go get it. Yeah. I'm so you're more of an alley oop kind of guy. Yeah, I'm not gonna do the most for yeah. for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's how I know. It's like when you say I, I've been thinking. It's like, man, I sit here, so I really don't think about much. Yeah, I also think it's like 
I think you're more satisfied. I'm just yeah. talking about with just anything, or any topic. No, I mean, just really like, like in life. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Just okay. in general, just in general. Like, I think be- you're more satisfied in every day. Like, you're not too concerned about tomorrow or today. Like, you just let things happen for the most part. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see you. From what I've gotten to know, you're more of a what? What do they say? Just let it go with the flow, kind of person. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to try to control, micromanage, and obsess because you know it's pointless. Yeah, so gonna, I, I'm not going to yeah, argue. Not, yeah, or you're not going to waste your time. I'm not going to waste my time. So I think that's part of my thinking is I waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm always just, I'm always doing but stuff I, like I feel that. like I feel like we're also opposites in ways. Like if I wanted to go buy a car, like mm-hmm. I would really think about that. Mm-hmm. Think you, you just be like, right, I'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very compulsive. Yeah. In certain decisions. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause you'll sit here and think about something where I'd be like, why is he thinking so hardly about yeah. this? Yeah. Versus <laughs> something where I think you should take time. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> you just don't. Yeah. Yeah. So it's no. like, yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's really insane. Yeah. No, that's, that's an interesting point. Yeah. Cause I was, I was thinking about it. I'll talk, I know. I'll talk, <laughs> I'll talk to you a little bit more about it after, after the um after go on break, but there's somebody we're trying to get on the show and they're they're going to an awards show next this Sunday. Okay. And then the person was like, Yeah, get get back at me after the award show. And I was like, Man, I wonder if they told me to come like the next day. Yeah, see, I'm yeah, that's thinking too much. No, I mean like fly to do the to do the recording the next day. Oh. Me, I'm like Let's do it. Yeah. But I know for you, it'd be like, no, I need to plan out. I need to tell work. I yeah, need I got to make that. sure I can do Is that. It, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's just like, I thought about that that dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't just leave. <laughs> it's a stretch already. Yeah. The second week of July, it's yeah, already a yeah, stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. if I end off June, well, I don't think, I think it would be good. Cool. So here's what I was thinking about earlier. Mm-hmm. A good, fun topic. I feel like we've been doing a lot of um, serious stuff. We got to have a little fun. A little fun. We're going to... Hypothetically speaking, we're going to, where would you like to go travel-wise to have a good time? Jamaica? You're a Jamaica kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. Trinidad. Trinidad. Yeah, yeah. You can take five people, Mm -hmm. any five people Mm -hmm. in the world. In the world. Who are you taking? Not friends. You can bring anybody to go with you. And and you're picking these five people to ensure you have a great time. And you're talking about... Not friends. No. It can't be friends. Yeah. It's 85 people. That's good. That's good. That's good <laughs> uh, you have your five people already? No, I don't. That's why I just threw it out gotcha. there. I was like, let's, let's, just, let's just be fun. Son of a gun. Does that have to be, it could be men and women, right? Yeah. Ooh, bringing women. That's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, to ensure that I have a good time. Oh. Uh, not like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't think about bringing women. That's interesting. To ensure that I have a good time. Because, I, I mean, we're talking about celebrities, right? People I want to hang out with. It can, it can be celebrities. It can be, like, it can be, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's tough. Like, almost anybody. Because I need, I, need, I, need, I need funny people around me, I feel like. Um, dang, this is tough. Yeah. I would say I would say uh, I would I want to say Kevin Hart. Yeah, I, but I feel about like him too. 
But he's married now, and he's all serious and all that stuff. That's what I'm saying. I was thinking after, like after, seriously funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything anything after that is like I don't know. I don't know how he is. You could pick anybody from any time period too. You want to if you want to bring him from like a younger age person, you can also bring him from younger age. Yeah, I feel like young age Kevin would have been hilarious. Okay. Um, I feel like Lil Duval would be. Oh, Lil Duval. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he'd be fun too. Um. Hmm, to ensure I have a good time. Oh my God, Drake, Odell. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the biggest actor, male black actor in the world, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, That's ensure. <laughs> <laughs> That's ensure. Uh, you got the funny and then you got every girl magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to come with those four. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> That's, That's a good group. That's a good team. That's a good team. I'm good. I'm good with that. Oh, man. I'm with that. Oh, man. That's a good five. That is a good five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only wild card is Odell. That's yeah, the only wild card. yeah, but yeah. Odell will one. He'll bring the cocaine. But whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Y'all talking to Papa Molly? No. Oh man, nah, that's good, huh? Hmm. I was thinking about bringing Tiffany Hash too, but it was like it's a guy's trip, you know. So I ain't want to bring her. No offense to Tiffany Hash, but uh, if hey, I why, to, why would you bring her? Cause she would she'd be like a fun like girl like a good okay girl that can hang out with the fellas and you ain't gotta mm. you know act different she ain't gonna judge you she ain't gonna bring nothing home Gosh. or something like that. Now that you now that you brought up women, mm-hmm. I think you might need to bring. I I had a I had an idea of what I would bring, but now I think I'm changing my list. Two reasons: one. To bring sand to the beach in case none of the sand <laughs> wants to wants to play, <laughs> but but also bringing sand to the beach makes more sand want to come play with you. <laughs> so two women. Uh, if you bring Rihanna, who are you dropping? At the sixth man. I'll probably drop. I'll probably drop for Rihanna. What? But remember, you're going to a foreign place, so no one knows who these people are. Yeah. Oh, you want to go with status as well? Okay, we well we can we can play that scenario. Well, that's not really fair because you just bring the most famous people. This is my most famous. All right. So now that you now that you mentioned it, here's. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I like. I like your list. I've heard a lot of great things about Rihanna. Party wise, yeah, I've like heard a lot she, of great like things. Like she's a good person, so I'm bringing Rihanna, and then she can dance as well. She can dance, so I'm bringing Rihanna, and I'm yeah. bringing, bringing Melissa Ford. Okay, because Melissa Ford seems really cool. Okay, and she's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so That's all the older older folks out there. I'm bringing I'm bringing those two as my female wingmen. Okay, slash party friends slash associates. Slash can I bring ghosts. Let <laughs> me watch your power, bro. It's been blowing my mind. I know. I know. <laughs> it's been blowing my mind. Been. What season are you on right now? I'm on like the end of season two. Wow. Literally on Sunday, you were in season one, episode one. Fam. <laughs> Fam. I'm in the I'm in the game right now. Okay. Like. <laughs> you like it a lot? I I do, man. I, like I said, I like enjoying stuff after the whole way. Mm. Like, I really enjoy it. I be on like the hype. Mm. That's why I'm so glad when we start get out, we start get out first before everybody else. Yeah. Have you seen Incredibles 2 yet? I haven't. Are you going to go see it? Uh, I heard the mixed reviews about it. If I, was, if I was really, if I was going to go see it, it would have been the weekend it came 
Okay. Are you gonna see Jurassic Park? No. Okay, you, you like Jurassic Park. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I got I got Melissa and I got Rihanna as my two now. Because man, he sticks out. <laughs> he sticks out. Um <laughs> You see the the thing the thing about Odell is He's a wild card. I like Odell personally. I mean, I like him professionally, but I wonder because this thing about guys like Odell, when you're, but, and I wonder, I'm, and this is this is just me thinking, overthinking it. I wonder if he's one of those guys who may not be able to go to a new party. May, I hope he's not one of those players or like people. Like, that's why I wouldn't bring Drake. Drake is not a person I would bring. Because I feel like Drake can only be in environments where he's the guy. So I feel like if Drake was to go to a place where there's random people that he doesn't know, I'm, I'm just guesstimating here. I may be 100% wrong. But, but I feel like Drake may not be the outgoing, fun guy the way like a Kevin Hart would assume to be. So I wonder if Odell is more of a chiller or a real dancing party go lucky guy for and and for that reason no oh this is who i'm bringing but it might be a conflict of interest dang if i bring him i can't bring rihanna if i can't bring this guy i can't bring rihanna who would it be yeah because <laughs> you know if you bring chris brown but chris brown you i feel like he's I've heard stories about him in the middle of Jamie Foxx's party at 15 years Jamie old. Fox at 15. Dance battling Jamie Foxx when he was a nobody. 15. But I'm saying... No, I, he, no. Rodney, Rodney came out of that time. Huh? But like before he was really blew up. Man, man, that was 15 years old. Yeah. Bro. So, so for that reason, I think... Man, I, I, I don't know. I think... I think... I, I think... Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm looking in, I feel like Chris Brown would give me a lot of headaches. Mm, again, like fights and stuff like that. I want to say, yeah, I think he's a more of a wild card. Um, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, that's a good like, point. Not, not just because of the whole situation. I just think, like, I mean, like I'm judging off the of Soldier Boy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like, you know, I don't want him to really just like be the guy that you know ruin the party. Because, Makes sense. You know, old buddy, you know, touch the girl elbow. <laughs> yeah. So in that case, then I'll I'll go. I'll go Odell. I'll go Michael B. Jordan. I wonder if Michael B. Jordan's a shooter, though, man. I just wonder if he's a shooter. I need guys. I think he just bring he bring him in. He, he and, and this and, and this is and this is where I would disagree with you. I don't think I may be wrong. Wait, he's. I just feel like in a regular environment, I feel like he'd be neutralized. I feel like a lot of these guys, if they're not famous in a regular environment where people don't know them like that. Remember, we're going to DR, yeah. so we're not in America. Yeah. So I just wonder in that type of environment, will they? I think so. That's why I need, guy, I need guys who want to go out there and get some. I think, I think, but I think he's kind of like, he's kind of like a sneaky individual. Mm. Just, just like, you won't know. Yeah. Like, he yeah. probably have three girls there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I think, yeah, I say, I'll say, uh, I think he, I think he'd be, he'll be chill enough to like, 
Mm. But you, like I said, your style of party, you yeah. won't shoot it. Yeah, I want to shoot it, bro. Yeah, I want I want to shoot it, bro. Yeah. And then, so I think I'm going to go Rihanna, Melissa. I'm going to go Michael B. I'm going to go Odell. And then, last, for a guaranteed laugh and good time, I'm bringing Jonah Hill. Yes. I'm bringing Jonah Hill. Put, for the jokes, for the entertainment. Of course, I think he can, bro. I think I think they would love. I think they would love it, bro. But that's the, these are kind of white guy. I feel like doesn't have sauce, but got all the confidence in the world. And people are like, "Yo, it's the white guy." Who I don't just- know. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we, but remember who I got already. I don't need him for that position. I'm not saying maneuver even women. I'm saying just like I don't know if he's experienced that kind of party black crowd before. To me, like that would make sense more like a Gronk. Damn. Okay, I'm yeah. moving Jonah Hill. Yeah. I'm bringing Gronk on my team. Yes, I'm bringing Gronk. Yes, that's my starting five. Gronk, Odell. Yes, yes. Gronk, great. Gronk, Odell, Michael B, Rihanna, Melissa Ford is my five. So right now, listeners, I want you guys send us a message. I want to know your five. Who is your five people that you're going to bring? Are you making a substitute? I'm taking out. I already took out Michael B. Yes. Because he's my idol. I'm taking out Drake. Oh, I knew you were doing that. I knew you were doing that. Hey, man. Freak. Oh, man. You know Martin Party Man. Like, yeah. Martin Man, me, my favorite comedian. Yeah. Party like mm. But Martin? Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you want to bring a real wild card, know who you bring? Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Pre-AIDS. <laughs> to make sure I'm, you know, I had the same health I came with. Oh, no, no conditions afterwards. Oh, That's wild. Man. Yeah. All right. So listeners, Jeez. send us a message. Let us know who's your top five. We would like to know. And on that note. That was a good question. Thank you. I had something to talk about as oh, well, did? but it's, I mean, nah, not really. What was it? Not, I mean, it was something like, to all the light-skinned hate out here that we, us men getting. Oh, you guys are getting? Oh, yeah. What happened? Not, you see, you're not on social media. I'm not. Men are light-skinned men? No, light-skinned men. What happened? It's just like, we're just not in style right now. We're just mm. getting bashed, but it's fine. Why? Why are we? I, Colorism? I think, I think Colorism? I think it's, well, I think, I think it's a, I think the whole, I think it's a combination of things. I haven't thought too deeply into it. Okay. But um, I think it's a combination of things. Like, we were popping in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Chris Brown? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Chris Brown kind of kind of didn't help his situation. Yeah. He didn't help. Um, Drake definitely helped with the, okay. the whole emotional movement. But since we, uh, since we knew we had the powers, right, I think us light-skinned men took advantage of the powers and hurt a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's what kind of where the hate comes from. And then uh. also this black girl magic movement, the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> Whoa. That's what they say. Whoa. <laughs> what they when, say. When, did, when did this happen? That was Kevin. That was, uh, that was, oh, um, Kevin Hart said that? No, not Kevin Hart. Oh. Uh, Kendrick Lamar said that. It's in the oh, song, yeah, yeah, yeah. The black yeah. and the berry. Okay. So how does that do with black girl magic? 
Um, you know, I feel like I feel like a lot of darker skinned women are like banding together and really okay, you know, okay. bigging okay. themselves up okay. as they should. I like um, it. I like the black women. The black women. Right um so I think Midnight Black. Keep going. What? Limo limo tint black. I love it. Like at all. No, I'm for real. If I was gonna do a movie, I want a super dark skinned woman because I feel like I would want to show. I feel like we never get that depiction of beauty, you know. That's why I think Lupita is so well, dope. I think, well, I think now it's it's, it's changing. Yeah. I think I don't think it's not never anymore. I think yeah. I see more black girls showing themselves like off. black. That's what I'm talking about. Jet I'm, black. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I think I see all I see all <laughs> types yeah, of black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like it's like it's like a lot more appreciation for them, uh, which is cool, which is good. Shout out to like blacks. I, said, uh, <laughs> I saw this meme, bro. It was crying like a crying face. And was like, where's my soulmate is light skin? I was like, damn. Mm. I, I, I tweeted that. I said, all this light skin hate is is out of control and it's ruining my self-esteem. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's it, okay. We ain't got to talk about it. Okay. We ain't got to talk I about it. I wonder if it's hate or if it's insecurity. You talking about for the men or for the women? For the women. Uh, I don't know. But I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a wave. It's all good. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy though. Yeah. Like it, it's getting worse and worse. So you they know? think. So you think they think light skins are bad because of their skin color, or think they think light skins are bad? It's like a stereotype. But know why? Because they want you. No, I don't think that. It is. I don't think. It's I think they want you, and because they want you, they feel like everybody else wants you, and I'll make you less faithful, and that's why you'll be a bad guy. Well, ain't they all men? All attractive men? That's, I think. No, I think. I think. You know, like. Darker skins have a stereotype, and light skin, like light skins have a stereotype. Like emotional, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So like that's what I'm saying. It's oh, you're thinking like, that it's like yeah, oh. it's something like it's something with that. It's not so much as far as like oh, every woman wants a light skin. No, mm. like all the stuff I see on social media. Trust me, we're not. Style. <laughs> we're not in style. <laughs> trust me. Dang. But uh, yeah, I mean, like Sorry I said, we didn't really talk about that, but that was uh, that's something I noticed. It's all good, light skin guys. It's okay. Yeah, you get your return. It's not. It's not even about the return. Just you know, love yourself for who you are. Okay. All right. You don't need that. You don't need that validation. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Thank you. All right. So awkward. Let's go ahead and take that break. That's what we're gonna take. We're the roommates, and we'll be back. Okay. Okay. We are back. We are back. We are back. (laughs) This is about to be funny. (laughs) Oh, funny. Wait, wait, why you say funny like that? Uh, Because what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, it's probably not going to be very very funny. I'm sorry. You're right, you're right. Ignore that. Ignore that. Go ahead, man. You're you're the new intro guy. Go ahead and introduce our new roommate to the show. Wait, wait. Is this when I'm the new intro guy? Since yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So, listeners, we have the honor. Nah, I know, right? No, nah, no, nah, I'm good at this. <laughs> we have the honor. We are blessed. Mm, that's a good one, too, as well. Yeah. We should be, a, what is it, appreciative? Attipative? How you say it? Appreciative. Mm. Yeah, I was good at math. Um, to have our new roommate, yeah. Oh no, I'm good. Okay, I'll stop. Have our new roommate on the podcast. 
I had met her, I don't know, two, three, four, five years ago, something like that. I can't remember. Um, she is a part of our lovely, lovely business fraternity, Shaw AK Sai. Yeah. Um, she has been a dear, dear friend of mine. You know, she has listened to some of my problems. I have listened to some of her problems, you know. So I am grateful to finally get you on the podcast. You are a listener, and uh, we appreciate that as well. So let's get why are you smiling like that? I hate that was a very, very nice introduction. I feel like your heart was really warmed by that. It kind of creeped me up. (laughs) Welcome. You want to be you want to be the short version of your name and the long version? The short, short yeah. Male. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm flattered. That, that I'm was flattered. a good. That was a good intro. Like my heart was warm. I'm, I'm oh, Jesus I appreciate too. that. You know, man. Uh, you know, I can, that's how I get the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, ladies, watch out, Magnum. Watch mm, out. Them warm, them warm words. Nah, get you. watch out. My heart's warm. <laughs> I'm, I'm blushing. <laughs> like, For real. Yeah, I mean, I don't was... know if I can really turn red because I'm brown, but oh. you know, I'm blushing on the inside. Oh, <laughs> blushing on the inside. I feel you blushing too. It's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> definitely not. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> but let me go ahead and give a little preface. Can't even spell that. P R E F A C E. Before we go that's ahead right, and that's jump. Right. Yeah, that's correct. I'm colorblind. I can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Before we jump into today's conversation, today's conversation is going to be. A very difficult conversation for some people to digest. And we're talking about an issue that has been talked a lot in, reg- in regards to society, in regards to what's going on in the news, if you follow the news. And it is a very hot button issue, especially for those who've been affected by what we're going to be talking about today. Mm. I and Chris are very uneducated in regards to this issue. That's why we brought in Mel to help us learn more about what we're going to be discussing. As uneducated people, (laughs) there's going to be times we ask questions and we're trying to simply learn. And I don't want anybody, you know who you are, to send us nasty messages because we are truly trying to learn. If you feel as though you're going to be mad about today's episode and about today's conversation, I would just ask you to just maybe take this week off. You had half an episode to enjoy it because I don't want anybody to be really hurt by what we're going to say. Because like I said, we're, we're truly trying to learn. We're truly trying to understand these ideas and at times, we're going to ask questions that some people may or may not feel as comfortable. So I just don't want anybody to be offended or hurt by what we're going to say. And if you are, I would just suggest that you go ahead and tune this one out and check out check us out next week. Is that is that fair? Sure. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I know with conversations like these, a lot of people can get triggered really easily That's and true. get very angry. So I just think certain people may not be able to digest this conversation just yet. Because like I said, this is a conversation where we are truly going to try and learn and also ask important questions. Anything you'd like to add, Mr. Jordan? 
I don't know. I think you said it all. All right. <laughs> so for you guys wondering who the, this lovely lady is, if you watched our very first short film, yep. The Death and Silence, Mel was the female star. What was her name? You? Mariah. 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 <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And Mel was a female star, and Mel, when we first had a table read for this sh- short film, she actually had on some pants with red hands on the bottoms. While we were looking at the bottoms, they had red hands on them. In case anybody was <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I wasn't here. Yeah, you weren't here. Yeah, I would have I noticed. I'm like, <laughs> whoa. And Mel, correct me if I'm wrong, but those pants were for Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Yes. To let people know that don't touch my body. Yes. Okay, great. So I didn't know when we brought you in for the role how passionate you are in regards to sexual assault and sexual assault awareness and all the things that go along that junk drawer of issues. And so it was really interesting that the following weekends when we went over Cousin Nick's house and we started having a the conversation, there was just something that was really passionate that you, a passion that you had, which is why I wanted to bring you on the show. And we had a really great conversation that night. I feel like we had a great conversation. I don't we know did. how you felt. I enjoyed it. But like I said, I'm very ignorant to the issues. So I was asking a lot of questions that I know a lot of guys probably ask, but don't feel safe to ask them. But Mel was really patient and kind. To answer all my questions, which is a lot, which I was like, hmm, let's go ahead and take this conversation and bring it to the podcast. Hopefully, our listeners will be able to accept and enjoy this conversation and to learn a lot from it. So, Mel, in kicking off this conversation, what really brought you to be such a, is the word advocate? For sexual assault awareness, would you would you consider yourself that? Yeah, I, w- I guess that's a good term for it. Okay. Um, I never really thought about the verbiage. Um, what brought me to that? Yeah, you you don't have to share all. You don't have to share whatever you don't want to comfortable sharing, but just uh, give it the listeners a general idea what led you to really be a proponent and a, a champion of these issues. I would say, um, so a group of girls, my roommate, she actually started this journaling group with some of her friends. It's called Journey Journals. And so um, I joined that group. And it's basically a group of women who come together and discuss different topics. And so one day we were discussing the topic of sexual assault. And in that conversation, like, it's a group message with maybe like 30 girls Mm. in it. About like 10 are usually really active, but like this conversation, like people were coming out of the group message, like turning it off mute, like in there really like expressing themselves. And it was crazy how many people were coming forth and like telling stories that they never told anyone. They didn't feel comfortable talking about. And so I feel like hearing different things, taking in my experiences as well, and then just realizing how big of an issue it really is like it's not just one girl two girls three girls like it's several like it's everyone around you you don't even really know and so I feel like that's when I really became like aware that it helped like of how big it was 
And that's when I started noticing like, okay, well, everyone's always saying like, oh, everyone's saying men, men are trash, but that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. But it's like, obviously somebody is out here doing this, but it's really hard for people to see themselves as a victim. So nobody thinks it's them. So nobody's changing behaviors because nobody's really taking the time to be aware of the fact that this is happening. These are the factors that lead to this happening. And this is how we change it. Hmm. So for our listeners who want to be clear on words, what is sexual assault? Sexual assault is pretty much any unwanted like physical contacts, like it could be like words too. Like you can assault somebody with words, like by saying something really inappropriate and sexual to them that makes them uncomfortable. That's sexual assault. So like anything that is unwanted that you are putting onto somebody. Okay. And from your personal experience in using this anecdotal evidence of your friendship circle and some of the women you've encountered, how prevalent is sexual assault really i would say it's it's more prevalent than we even realize because sometimes things happen like in the moment and you don't even really have the time to digest it until later and then you're just like wow like that really happened like they really forced pretty much and in the moment it's just like okay like it's a fight or flight kind of thing So it's just like, okay, like, what do I do? What do I do? So like, not every instance of sexual assault is rape. You know, sometimes it's someone forcing themselves on you in different ways. Like, you know, they're trying to kiss you. They're touching you. They're doing that kind of stuff. And you're telling them like, no, but they keep doing it. Like that's sexual assault as well. Pestering people until they give in. Like that's sexual assault because she's saying no the first time. And you're like, no, come on. Like, and she's still saying no, but you keep on pressuring her like, until she gives in, that's something she didn't want to do. And then that's, she just gave in because she was probably scared. She Like, what else do you do at that point? So I feel like those are things that people aren't always aware of. They think, oh, I just got to keep being persistent. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't look over here. <laughs> no, like, like I said, I, I'm... As I preface at the beginning, this I'm really interested in a lot of these conversations, and I'm I'm trying to really get a good understanding of this, not just for the benefit of women, but also for the benefit of young men who who are really confused about this. I think somebody once said that the culture created around um, sexual relationships amongst men and women has never been quite defined, so everybody was just doing. And so a lot of times, like you said, things you describe right now as sexual assault, I had I had no idea it was sexual assault. Um, you know, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't in the streets no more, but I was under the impression that you were supposed to persist. Not like in a disgusting, like Weinstein kind of way, but I was under, <laughs> I was under the impression that, you know, like you were, you were supposed to like persist. And I was under the impression that it sounds so terrible. It sounds so bad. Gosh, I was, not that no doesn't mean no, but I was under the impression that there was different kinds of no's. Have you ever heard that before? Yes. So how is that different from, so is that sexual assault as well when she gives you a certain kind of no? 
What do you mean by like a certain kind of like there's like no I don't want to do this and like no I feel like any no is a no just because um I know there are instances where like girls will be like giggle giggle like no and they want you to keep going but sometimes like the natural like instinct in fear is to maybe like laugh it off because it's uncomfortable. So they might be like, no, like, but really like they mean no, but they don't want to make it a bigger deal than it is. They're just like, Hey, like, that's not what I want to do. But like, we were chilling, we were good. You're making it awkward. I'm trying not to make it awkward. Like, so, you know, you laugh it off, say no type thing. But then I would just say like, stop there. Like, you know, the no is the no, even if it's the laugh, and no, like just in case, like for your peace of mind, like be like, all right, like chill. Like if she wants you to keep going, when you stop, she'll be like, she'll give you the sign that she wants, she didn't want you to stop. Yeah. Like, Cause that, that's a complaint I heard from a lot of guys. I've heard, I've heard from a lot of guys, like I said, I'm not, I'm not in these streets anymore, but um, for those who may still be um, living their best lives or whatever you want to call it, I've heard men share with me that women would scold them for stopping. Like they would like, like in, initially when they were younger and kind of like developing how to female to male interaction, a girl would give that playful no, like, oh, nah, 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 and they would stop. And then the girl would get mad at them for stopping. And like, why'd you ever, why'd you stop? And then it kind of like confused the guys. Mm-hmm. And so like those like habits and those behaviors became well, when she says stop, she doesn't necessarily mean stop. She may mean slow down or she may mean, oh, try again at a different time. You know, so I think that's what I've heard confuses a lot of guys. And but then what ends up happening is for person A, you might try that on and they and to them it may communicate whatever kind of playful no it means. But then you try that same move on person B and that's a really direct violation of their private areas yes um that's why i feel like you should even though like they might want you to keep going like i said like they're gonna let you know so they might be like oh like why'd you stop you're just like well you said stop and then you know that's but that's why communication is so important when you are like trying to have like sexual relations with someone like instead of just being like oh like they get my signs like no if you are communicating in your head to yourself and think your body language is communicating for you. Like that's not, it's not always clear because people have their own perception of what they think is going on in their head. So if you're not verbally saying and being like, hey, like this is what I'm trying to do. Like, is this okay? Then how are you really going to know? Yeah. No, we, like I said, we talked about this as well. And I think, like I said, I, I personally, like I said, I'm not, I personally am not having sex in case anybody was interested to marriage. That's just me personally, my, my own life, do my religious convictions. But I, I do know a lot of our listeners may not, don't believe in the same religion I do. So they're just, they're living a different life. And I, and I, and I think that while some Christians may disagree with me even having this conversation, I do think that these are still my friends and I want them to be as safe as possible. And these are also some of these are women as well who mm-hmm. maybe want to get in a sexual relationship and not be interested in following my religious beliefs. And I want them to be as safe as possible um, as well. Um, I think a lot of the challenges comes when, like you said, this lack of communication, mm-hmm. but who's, it's kind of like, Whose job is it 
to communicate these things. I, I, I can see a lot of men saying that if, like we talked about it on the phone, like you made it, I mean, when we were at the barbecue, you shared that if a guy asks a woman to come over, he needs to make it clear that his intentions are sexual because a lot of guys, a lot of women have it in their mind that, oh, this is a sexual, this is a non-sexual encounter and mm-hmm. they're not coming into your space like that. And then if you have it in your mind that it's a sexual encounter, then you can go ahead and pressure her and put her in an uncomfortable environment, which would lead to these events like sexual assault happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've heard a lot of guys share that that's unrealistic or not just unrealistic, but that kind of hurts them because... I mean, I understand yeah. what you're saying. It's awkward yeah. to be like, oh, like, hey, come over, let's have sex. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's not smooth. Yeah, like, that, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. not smooth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, if someone texts you that, you'd be like, like, wait, like, yeah. so you just assume that I'm going to have sex. Like, I understand, like, you don't communicate it in that sense, but you can't invite someone over expecting them to have sex with you. Like, yeah. maybe that's what you want. And like, yeah, like, okay, maybe that's what you want, but you can't be like, okay, she's going to come over and we're going to have sex. Like, you have to understand that she might not want to have sex with you. Like, she might just want to come over and hang out. Maybe she thinks you're cool people. Like, be cool people. Yeah. Like, instead of, like, forcing that. No, I, I definitely agree. I, and, and I think what happens, I feel like some guys assume, which is wrong, mm-hmm. but they assume that if I text you at one o'clock in the morning to come over and you say yes, it's kind of like a unwritten rule that you know what you're coming over for. And therefore, I'm going to go ahead and try because we both understand what's going to happen. I mean, I understand. Okay, so like at 1 a.m., you let's be really like, you you know why someone's coming over at 1 a.m. unless it's like an emergency. Yeah. But it's still like if she does, come, like, like let's say she comes over at 1 a.m. If she's drunk, don't force. Unless it's like premeditated. Like, you know, y'all planned to do this. Like, don't force. Like, if but... If she comes over and, like, y'all are hanging out, like, it's not like you can't try, but, like, communicate that this is what I'm trying to do. Like, and if she's communicating that she doesn't want to do that, you got to just let that be instead of just keep trying to do it. Like, maybe she doesn't want to do it that night. Like, just kind of, like, take that no, brush it off. Like, you know, that's not hurting your game. It's okay. It's not you. Like, she just doesn't want to do that right now. And then, you know communicate it with her later later that day maybe not later that day um but just like another time like if she's not giving you that vibe like depending if she's just like straight up like no like then just let it be like you know if she doesn't want you but if it's just kind of like uh she's she's flirting with you she's feeling you but she's not trying to go there you just gotta take like you know let her take her time like you have to respect that no that's good and some people would also say that i've heard that like, let's say I, some people I know have certain movies they put in to initiate the... The, the Netflix and chill? Yeah, to initiate the offense. <laughs> like, movies? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, wait. I have no idea what's happening. You know, no, you don't like a porno. No, 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 so they have like a movie so they invite the person over and they have a movie that they watch and then at certain parts of the movie that's when 
they may use a certain move. <laughs> and so, uh, and so a certain uh, part of the movie. And so my thing. So, so they th- got like a game plan. Yeah, that's so, kind of sick. But, but I, no, uh, <laughs> but so like, saying, no, don't shrug that off. That's I, kinda, that's weird. Like you know, that's kind of like predatory behavior. Like you know, you're stalking the pe- prey. You're setting a trap, and then you're like, all right, let's wait for the well, well, the prey to come into well, my trap. To, to their defense, it's more like they're preheating the oven. What? <laughs> no, it's like they're not. They, they to put the turkey in, right? <laughs> what you that you just cut out back <laughs> like, no, with your trap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're, what they're, what they're, bro. What it's, it, man, let's be honest, bro. It's it's some things that guys do to definitely initiate sexual behavior in whatever position. Like especially when a like, for example, if for me, if I knew a girl was coming to my. Dorm room. I'll make the room cold on purpose. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll make the room ice cold on purpose. Yeah. Why? You gonna get cold? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no jacket. Jacket wow. gone. <laughs> yeah. There's a bed and there's some cover. <laughs> and yeah. we want to be honest. <laughs> we want to be honest. That's yeah. jacked up. That's yeah. a, oh, yeah. a trick so, so, that guy used. No, that's not take notes. If yeah. you go over to his house and it's cold, leave. <laughs> no, and that's what I'm saying. So it's always cold in my house. Gosh. And so and so so what I'm saying is that no, I agree with you. I guess in their mind it's like the movie is to put them in a good mood mm-hmm. and to warm them up to the possibilities of what's going down. And I've heard a lot of people say it's very effective for them. So they can say at the beginning of the movie, you may try the the old hand on thigh move, and then she might push it to the side. But by scene three, you know what I mean. You can go ahead and scene <laughs> three. No, I, I'm serious. And so, but but to their point is like, the person is accepting their request as the movie progresses. And at the beginning, they're saying no, but then and then but then halfway through, they're saying yes. So, how do you help? Like, because that's where that's where these guys are confused because they're they're used to hearing no at one point, and then later on they're used to hearing yes. I'm giving you basically I'm giving you justification to why certain guys keep on going. Yeah, they, they've they've experienced this many times of no at eleven o'clock, yes at eleven forty five. But do you think that yes would have happened if you weren't so persistent? Like never, I personally exactly. I personally but so, doesn't that make you feel like if she really wanted to do it, she would have said yes the first time? Like if that's really what she wanted to do. I mean, because I feel like both ways. if you're you're trying for like you're she keeps pushing you off like after a certain number of times like and then she finally just like gives in like that's ex- like that's just her like exactly she's giving in like you know that's not really what she wants she's just like all right like bro like you're not gonna stop then like whatever no i agree with you but chris is there something I mean, you want to because I, I mean i will i mean i will if to me you can say the same thing it's like if she if she say yes she's gonna say yes she's gonna say no she say no like give in it's like you know i don't think most of these i don't know but I don't think it's like that's not like a forceful move. So it's yeah. like you want you want like I would want a girl to be like no, <laughs> you know don't be like oh I gave in just because you kept being persistent. So I mean at the same time some girls want you to work for it like. 
that's that. I mean, then, which then, is yeah, like, what, you know, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the confusion. That's the confusion. Because to your point, I agree with your point, hundred ten percent. Like, and I, and that's one thing you really revealed to me during our first conversation is that it's so sad that a lot of girls feel like I'm in this guy's house. He's bigger than me. He's forcing yeah. himself on me. Mm-hmm. He's either gonna take this or I'm going to give this. Yeah. So yeah. they I feel forced yeah. to give, it. and I hate it. And that, and that's atrocious and that sucks mm-hmm. but then like I said the problem like I said the number one problem that I'm seeing is that for a lot of men they have so many unique experiences yes because each girl is different exactly too. each girl yeah. is totally different so one girl wants you to work yeah like she wants it but she wants you to put in that work yeah like, she's she, like okay. she wants you to make yes. yeah, 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 she, yeah she wants she's like okay 11 o'clock I'm gonna give it to him at 12.02 you know what I mean like and, and then you have to really work and so but I feel like you can kind of tell, like, when a girl who wants you to work for it, because she's going to be doing the little flirty things. Like, you know, she might be, like, pushing your hand lower, not off you type of thing. Like, you know, you have your hand on her leg kind of creeping up. She'll, like, push it down. Like, she's not, like, get your hand off of me. Yeah. Like, you know, you can no, tell. Like, if she doesn't even want you to touch her, like, she's just like, hey, bro, like, she doesn't want you. But, yeah. like, if she's just kind of, like, hey, like not yet, you can, like, that's the not yet movement. Like, you know, just stay yet. stay by my knee. Yeah. Like, you know, you're good right there for a now. A on a girl's knee is insane. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, what are some of the um, stories um, that you've been hearing that, like, when, when girls and guys are in these situations, how, like, guys are not receiving that message? Like. Um, okay, so. Actually, after that conversation I had with the girls in that group message, I created a painting. And from that, it's like I made it like a book cover and I started collecting different stories from these girls. So like I have some like poems and short stories if you guys want me to like read one. Oh, right now? It's in my phone. Oh, go ahead, please. (laughs) And while she's getting that, I'm going to just talk so we won't have no silence on the air. And uh, hopefully you are are listening and learning. And um, like once, like we said, you know, it's a tough conversation. We're trying to learn. So guys and gals, please do not get offended by the roommates podcast. We're doing this for educational purpose for our own lives and for your lives as well. We're making these sacrifices, having these hard conversations for to create a better world. Do 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 do. Yeah. No, guys. Chris made a really good point, and I don't want anybody to get mad about what we're saying. So please forgive us. I know this is a very delicate. And we're not issue. being a, what, a, a man apologetist. What is that's how they call? Uh, we're not like defending these guys. Are yeah, you? a rape apologist. Yes, we're not. No, 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 no. We're not. No, we're not that. We're trying to get clarity for everybody. Yeah. And you rape women. I don't not like you. Yes. And the biggest thing, the reason why we're asking all these questions is that usually with conversations like these, these this is what guys are thinking, but they're too afraid to ask it in public because they don't want to seem like they're an idiot. So yeah, this, they don't want to seem bad. Yeah, so that's why we want to give people this opportunity to share these things. And she has the story. <clears throat> um, this one's a poem. Um, Hush. As the liquor slowly begins to take hold of the last bit of my consciousness, I slip away into the night. My spirit screams within me, but my body remains silent. Hush. As a gleam of light breaks through, 
My awareness returns for a brief moment. When did he get on top of me? Why the hell is he inside of me? Wait, no, I thought he respected me. Hush. As the pill regains control over my being, I become the prize of his twisted schemes. But he was my dearest friend. I understood, I understood that he was lonely and broken, just like me. Hush. I go on pretending it was only a dream, refusing to accept what is a reality. Guilt, shame, and disgust linger on my skin. Only the divine can wash me of this sin. As I sit in stillness, the light of truth takes me within. Hush. Thank you for teaching me to not wear my weaknesses on my sleeve. Thank you for showing me that I was so naive. Thank you for warning me about these lustful men. Thank you for revealing a foe disguised as a friend. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And, you know, there's so many stories, like, some girls wrote theirs, like, in story form. One girl wrote hers as a monologue, um, poems, like, different ways to just kind of express what they'd been through. But each one, there's just, like, a continuous pattern of, like, how they don't want to talk about it and, like, how they didn't like in a sense like the victim felt as if like they had to also like protect themselves and as well as their abuser like they didn't want to say anything because it'll in turn hurt them too and they don't want to cause pain like greater than that and on top of that like that the stress of dealing with that is hard when you're trying to heal from that too so it was just really it was really powerful that they were even able to trust me with their stories, like to be able to write it down and like send it to me and be like, this is what happened. This is how I feel. Hmm. Yeah, no, those, that was a really, that was a really, sadly, very good poem, but sadly it was good because of the pain she went through. And this leads to the next very, very difficult part of the conversation, which goes to the point about the alcohol. And it's very difficult, like I said from the very beginning, guys, if this is something you've experienced that may trigger you, please, I don't want you to hate me. So if you can't handle it, please tune out. We still love you guys. Um, The point that I was going to ask you about was when a girl is drinking and she's inebriated, we all understand fully that if somebody sees her inebriated, that is a hundred percent no, no. Like Mm -hmm. this person cannot consent to any type of activity. Therefore leave this individual alone. Mm -hmm. Like no matter what was communicated beforehand, yeah. no matter what was communicated in the moment, like if this person is 
not in their right consciousness, that's a Mm no-no. I think the challenge becomes when a guy and a girl are both out Mm -hmm. and a guy and a girl are both at a party and they're both getting lit Mm -hmm. and they're both getting high and they both leave consciousness then they engage in the sexual activity but many people share that if the woman is without consciousness the the man is to blame but i guess how do we reconcile when the man is not in his consciousness either um i wouldn't say cuz in that instance like it's not every cuz if a man is drunk and a woman's not drunk and she's had sex with him, like she's to blame. So it's not like in every instance, like, oh, like the man's the only one that can rape. So I feel like if they're both drunk and they both go home together, like, and that was just like one big drunken mistake, like he, you can't say that he took advantage of her unless he was intentionally getting her drunk with the intent to take her home. And like, if he wasn't drunk, but if that happened, like, you know, they were both drunk and that was just what happened. Like, you can't really say that he was being malicious with his intent. Yeah. Unless that was, like, unless he was like, hey, let's go drink and blah, blah. Like, you know, you never saw that come. Like, unless that was the case. But yeah. if it was really, you can, you know? Yeah. And that's that's but, what I was wondering because I, a lot of men I've heard in these cases will share that we were both at a party. And like I said, freshman year of college, sophomore year of college, you're first you're underage, so mm-hmm. you're drinking more than you should. You're drinking probably really crappy beer. You're probably drinking Natty Lights, and you're probably doing whatever type of cr- crazy liquor that's just poisonous to your body. What is that thing that you drink your freshman year? That really cheap stuff. What's that thing Four called? Four Locos. No, the really cheap... Vodka. He's, he's not from oh, um, Everclear. Everclear. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That stuff. Yeah. And so a lot of guys share that they themselves as well are gone. Mm-hmm. And the girl is gone as well. Yes. And so the the issue becomes like in those moments. No, continue. Oh, yeah. In those, <laughs> like if like that, like I don't know that girl's story, and I'm never gonna I'm never going to accept or deny it. But I can imagine a girl experiencing that same story mm-hmm. but the guy is gone as well mm-hmm. how do you then like is it i mean it's a very case-by-case thing because there could be instances where yes the guy and the girl were both drunk but the girl still feels like she was taken advantage of mm-hmm. um and you can't tell somebody that that's not the case if that's how they feel um and that's that is unfortunate for the man's case because you know if he was drunk as well like and that was the situation but i don't know cuz i feel like most cases in which like something like that happens that like i don't know cuz i haven't been able to sit with one of like you know the abusers and be like, Hey, this, what was going through your head? And usually if you do have a chance to do that, they're going to have some sort of excuse, like regardless, like, Oh, 
you like you know she wanted it or like something like you know there's always going to be like two sides of the story yeah so it's really just back to being i guess accountable for yourself yeah like you have to know and like as fortunate like unfortunate as it is like for women to be told like oh you have to be mindful for other people's actions like but you do have to t- make sure you don't get into a state to where you don't know what you're doing yeah. so that nobody does take advantage of you. Yeah, and and I could only imagine the pushback people will say yeah, but, is and, that no matter what state I am, I can be in whatever state I am, doesn't give anybody it doesn't, the right. It doesn't give anybody yeah. the right. But if you do, like you should know for yourself too, like you don't, why would you want to be out in public somewhere? You're not at home in the safety of your yeah. safeness. Um not knowing what's really going on with you or at least like going with people who will take care of you like your friends that will make sure that you're good but to to your sorry for cutting you off but to your point in the poem it was her friend exactly and for a lot of for a lot of women who um stupid phone but one second (laughs) who is calling Hafiz silly rabbit no, and what I was saying for a lot of women, like I said, I've I've done a lot of um, research in regard to sexual assault and rape. Most most of the times, it's most, not. It's usually it's, it's someone you know, your friends or family. It's, That's who it is. Majority of the usually time, usually someone you know. And so, then people will argue that, well, I was out with my guy friend, mm-hmm. or my, you know what I mean, and we went out, and while we were out, we got we we, we drank and this that and third, and the next thing I know, I wake up and. Mm-hmm. He's on top of me and I feel extremely violated. Yeah. So like you made it, you made a great point. She has all the right to feel violated because she never said so. But the hard part is that the same way you were not in your wits and you blacked out and came to an hour later, he may have possibly, because I've seen guys black out Mm -hmm. and he may have possibly blacked out and came to. And so it's kind of like we can't punish the guy. And I feel like that's why so many women don't speak out against their abusers. Because mm. at the same time, like, the initial reaction to something like that. And, like, disclaimer, I'm not speaking on behalf of all women. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to say that. Um, but just for... Dang it. That disclaimer made me lose my track. Um, I have no idea what you're saying. You were, you were just saying that... For a lot of women, that's why they don't want to speak out okay. against your abusers. Yeah, because a lot of times when something like that happens, you look back and you're just like, what did I do? Mm. How did I put myself in this situation? Like, why did I let this happen to myself? Like, did I lead them on? Did I do this? Like, you often blame yourself. So it's like, well, you don't want to go through all these things. And on top of that, like, you got to file a police report. They start asking you all these questions. They start to make you feel like, okay, well, maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe this isn't even what happened. I'm about to ruin somebody's whole life because I messed up. And so it's all these things coming down on the person who this happened to that they don't even really want to even deal with, okay, like, what was going through their head? Like, I don't even want to think about why you did this to me. I just need to deal with the fact that this happened to me. And so you're just mad. You close that person out. They don't really get a chance to explain it because you're the bad, like they're the bad guy now mm-hmm. because they did do that to you. And you have every right to feel that way. 
because that did happen to you. And like you need to heal and you probably won't be able to do that with them there. But then not being able to have that confrontation, that closure sometimes, like, that could be frustrating because you're like, do you even know how bad what you did affected me? Mm. So, like, I feel like that's a big battle that these women face. Mm. Man. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? That's a lot. Yeah. No, it, and, and that's, to me, is the, the hardest part about the story is that there's so much nuances and because somebody got mad at me one time and I I share I said in regards to the situation I said there's a lot of gray areas and they, and they called me a rape apologist for making that comment and what I was sharing in regards to the gray areas is that the whole crime of sexual assault is a testimony of one person that's why it's the hardest thing to really, really accuse somebody of. You know, like, for example, I want to bring him up, but we all, the guy who recently said he slapped the girl with his genitals, mm-hmm. you know, that's just her story. And we don't know. Like, nobody knows. I didn't hear that story. Oh, you hear the story? No. Oh, it was a, it was a Wilders. popular actor I won't I won't say their name because I don't want to I don't know the story and I'm not going to discredit this person I like him a lot but supposedly he had um smacked a young lady with his genitalia after she supposedly in her claim after she wouldn't perform a certain sexual act for him and it hurt her a lot yeah and that's disrespectful it is but it's very disrespectful of course but no one's denying that but yeah, the, but the yeah, problem is all, we don't know if that happened and it's unfortunate that that even has to be questioned. You know? Like, it shouldn't be any, like, false accusations and stuff like that because it's such a serious claim and it does happen so frequently. Yeah. And it's insulting, pretty much, whenever people do question it and it did happen because it's like, like you know? Like why, like, why would you say that didn't happen to me when that happened to me? Yeah, I think the issue is, like, because most men understand, let's say back in the day, like you get castrated for rape. Mm-hmm. So like when somebody claims that you raped or sexually assaulted them, like if the crime is castration, like you're so hesitant to do that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. If, the, if the crime is social ostracization, yeah. like you're so hesitant for doing that to somebody else. So because it's such a heavy, heavy crime, you know but that, it's not anymore. Like, what do you mean? I feel like people say they don't. I mean, of course, like no one's like, oh, we promote rape. Like, no one's just actively like, yeah, that's cool. But like the just like rape culture, just little things that people do, like within their friend group, like they like guys will basically encourage like, oh, like just go go try to have sex with as many girls as you can, like and things like that. And it's just like you're not even. Like, your friends are pretty much encouraging you to go try to go manipulate and take advantage of women. Would you, would, like, you say, would you say for the, that's manipulation when they're just thinking that this is good for you and good for the women as well? It depends on the way you do it. Because I feel like a lot of... I'm not saying every guy does this, but a lot of guys sell dreams. 
They like to sell dreams to girls to get what they want without any intention of like fulfilling those dreams or whatever, like per se. So it's just like, oh yeah, like I want you to be my girl, blah, blah, like all these tiptoeing around the facts just to get what they want, but then just really they're just using them. And I feel like that's a manipulation. I'm not saying that's it's rape because, you know, consensual, mm. but that's still manipulation. And like that goes into like that can lead to rape culture because you're trying to do all these like tactics and all these things just to get the girl to have sex with you. Like pickup artists? What? <laughs> Wait. You know, you know what guys know what pickup artists are? I have no, no. idea what you're talking about. You know what pickup artist is? Is that like Barney Stinson? It's like pickup game? Like basketball? <laughs> like, uh, like for example, like oh, we'll, we'll hop down this rabbit trail. I wanted to talk about it la- yesterday. I was really trying to point. What's yesterday? Well, we talked with Ray and them oh. last week or whatever, whenever this comes out. But, all right, I'll explain to you. Simply as possible. There's this community of guys called incels. And it stands for involuntary celibates. And they're men who can't get women at all. Like, they're just loser guys that can't, they can't get women. They're celibate, but obviously not by choice. So they go to pickup artists. And pickup artists are guys who specialize in helping, like Hitch. Oh, you should have just said that. But no, 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 no. But Hitch helps you actually get women. Mm-hmm. So remember in Hitch, there was Vance Munson, the guy that wanted to bang um, Sarah Milis' friend? Correct. Vance Munson thought Will was a pickup artist. Gotcha. A pickup artist, they, all they help you do is get women to have sex. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And so a pickup artist knows moves and techniques to be able to get women mm-hmm. to have sex with them. So... So I was asking, like, that form of manipulation, like, that kind of game these pickup artists have to get women to have sex with you, you would say that's also inappropriate as well. Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't have to play a game to get... And the, the, the reason why guys, like, the incels will say, we have to play this game because women play this game as well. Like, we have, we have no choice but to play this game and be this certain person because she won't give me a chance if I'm not playing this game. Have you heard that before, Chris? Guys <laughs> guys playing games because they argue, am I saying this right, but they've argued that it's because if you don't play this game, you're not going to get any women? Yeah, I think um, having game or finessing, whatever, finessing is bad, but finesse is manipulation. But yeah. having game is, uh, is definitely a tool to get women. I feel like the whole conquest to get multiple women is just an issue in itself. No, I'm, I'm, we're not. We're like, not disagreeing. Yeah, we're not no, disagreeing. I, with that. I don't think we disagree. We're not. Well, I guess what we're trying to say is that for guys who want to have sex with a woman, they have to make themselves noticeable. Mm-hmm. They have to make themselves different. Mm-hmm. They have to make themselves appealing to that woman. Mm-hmm. There are certain things in the handbook. You know, the tools that men use to get that woman to see them in that attractive light. Because I feel like nowadays it might be more like, you know, plain and obvious. Like, okay, you look good. We can have sex kind of thing nowadays. But, you know, a couple like when we was in high school, could be like things have changed. Um, like you basically have to make yourself uh, appealing to that woman. So that's why they say like, you know, those pickup games, those slick stains, the smooth talking, um, the dakes, et cetera, et cetera, are all tools in order to get, you know, whoever they want out of that woman. 
Mm-hmm. Now, where the bad thing is, it's the lack of communication, the selling drinks, leading women on. That's how I can I can definitely understand the whole um, the whole manipulation and rape culture, how that can really be a um, be bad toward like for the woman, um, in my sense. But um, but like like you said, the whole idea of you know I want to have sex with as many girls as possible um, can be really bad for our society. Yeah. What do you think? You give you looking like no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like I feel like that's like the root of the problem because a lot of these guys who are being the ones getting like that these girls are saying like oh yeah like he assaulted me he did this like he forced himself they aren't ugly guys they aren't mm-hmm. guys that aren't getting girls like if mm-hmm. that's not the case it's like these are normal attractive guys that like mm-hmm. you know that girls willingly do sleep with yeah but it's just like this one girl didn't want to correct and you know yeah they weren't used to the no they were used to the oh let's play games and then went too far yeah gotcha so in but in that's all in that quest like because he's like okay like it's a numbers game it's not a oh let me get to know this girl yeah see what she's like and see if like you know i actually want to have sex with her not just her body gotcha type thing so i feel like that's the big issue because if you did take the time to be like okay like let's get to know each other mm-hmm. type thing instead of just being like okay like what do i have to do to get in your pants yeah like you're not going to run into that issue yeah because like one girls one two and three may have all loved you mm-hmm. but like girl number four isn't feeling it and now you have a case because you didn't just yeah. You know, I agree you were trying to play numbers. There's a there's a scene in one of my favorite top five uh, TV series uh, is um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He was talking to this girl, really liked this girl, um, but he basically wanted to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. So he put on this whole skit, this whole act. You know, even hired his friends. Um, you know, put this whole like and like this whole act on and proposed to her. Cause she said she's not having sex until marriage. Yeah, he put his. his I remember home. that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he went. Yeah, so he got all the way until you know, like the the when they about to go in the hotel, about to turn the lights off, and you know, <laughs> you know, put the key in the keyhole and lock the thing up, right? <laughs> but that's when he had a, a moment, like like a moment where it's just like, man, I'm literally robbing her of her innocence just so I can get something out of themselves. Like that's. Like, you know, that's like the first thing that popped in my head was like, that's manipulation. Mm-hmm. You know, that's lies. That is deceiving uh, a woman. Telling everything that she wants to hear so you can literally get what you want and then be like, all right, bet. Yep. I'm good, love. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> was that the future line? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. And, you know, like I said, obviously, we're not doing this. We don't, we're, we're not believing in this. We're not supporting this kind of behavior. But like I said, a lot of guys will say that I have no, not I have no choice, but if I enjoy this, whatever sexual activity that, that may be, I have to do these certain behaviors to get it. And I, I 100% agree with you. But I think the challenge is like, if that's what's working for them, 
You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of hard as a person to tell them, hey, stop, because, you know, it's working for them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I understand. I, I definitely don't think these guys should manipulate these women, but I, I do understand that a lot of these people use this game because they feel like without this game, they're going to be incels, involuntary celibates. So, I mean, I feel like are you you walked out when I said the part about how a lot of these guys are like normal guys that get a lot of girls and they're attractive and stuff like that. Um, so like, that's not even like, it's not even like they're going to be involuntarily celibate in that sense. But, um, like when we were talking at the barbecue, like, I feel like a big thing is like, if guys were to just like kind of put themselves like in perspective, like of the woman mm-hmm. and a lot of guys, they like to believe like, oh, well, I have female friends. Like, I have a sister. I have a mom. Like, I have a niece. I have, you know, all these women in their life. And they're like, I would never do anything to hurt them. Like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's essentially what it is. It's like, blah, blah, blah. Because you're saying this, but it only pertains to the woman in your circle. Like, I agree. I agree you know, 100%. You're not treating the women who aren't in a close proximity to you with the same amount of respect as you treat your family or you would want your family to be treated. And so I feel like those men are also like very quick to get mad at other men who hurt the woman they love, but they pretty much do, they're doing the same behaviors. Like there's no difference between like the guy with the sister or the guy who hurt his sister like because mm-hmm. you hurt somebody else's sister maybe like not in every instance they're good guys but in a sense no i i definitely agree with you that's why i said like as a as a as a christian like i don't agree with it at all and then just common sense i it's like hypocrisy like it's like like i just think the hard part is that people don't have morals anymore mm-hmm. you know so it's like you tell somebody, hey, the golden rule is to treat others the way you want to be treated. Treat this girl like you treat your sister. They don't yeah. live by that. You know, they live by, yeah. I'm going to get what I want to get and I'm going to be happy. And that's a lot of like, it's morals and like self-discipline too, because like you're not supposed to indulge in every urge that you have. Yeah. And I 100% agree with you, but I will also argue, and Chris, I'm interested to your point as well, that society kind of pushes men that's the one thing i've always said society Mm -hmm. shames men into a lot of these unhealthy behaviors that's the one thing i feel like no one's really talking about they they do i would say because a lot of men like if you if a man were to turn down sex from a girl like it's always an oh like why you're gay like you don't and it's that's something that needs to be changed too like that's there's a that's what they call toxic masculinity like be doing that like putting those instead of just letting people do as they please like they're like oh you can't do a certain thing yeah because like that makes you this way and so these roles that are like these pressures put on men are a big part of that but then also like the whole thing with like toxic masculinity is being 
secure in your masculinity. So when you say no to having sex with a girl and someone being like, oh, you're gay, you're like, no, like, I just don't want to have sex with her. Like, that's yeah. not that, being that's, ashamed of that. I agree with you. That's easy to say, like, now as we're, like, adults. Yes. But, like, 16-year-old Hafiz, 16-year-old Chris, mm-hmm. with your around your friends, like, and you're that kind of guy you're a virgin. You ain't getting no sauce. You know, everyone's sharing their fake war stories around the lunchroom cafeteria <laughs> table. Fake stories, yeah. You know? <laughs> and like, you you ain't got nothing. Like, the, the scene from the 40-year-old virgin is like, that's the, I agree with you, that's the unhealthy part. Like, but it's hard to tell a 16-year-old kid to be secure in his identity. Yeah. We got, yeah. Yeah, we got ridiculed. Because I, I think we both lost our virginity, what, like, later on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely got called all kinds of crazy stuff for not wanting to indulge in sexual activity, even though girls were throwing themselves at me. Like, they was really upset. <laughs> really upset. Yeah. So it's like, it's really hard to uh, to really to hold that because 90% of guys, like, you know, in the, in like how he said, in, in the football world, in the locker room, uh, with your friends, um, like, it's definitely, you know, pressure of like man who has the baddest girls who has the most girls you yeah. know who knocking them down like yeah. more like mainly like the most of the popular guy like in high school either had all the girls and because he, he was like probably the most attractive to getting to everybody like honestly yeah. he wasn't the smart, he wasn't the smart guy <laughs> yeah. nobody was no smart guy, <laughs> smart, guy. smart guy yeah no and, and that's what I'm saying like I think with this, the reason why this conversation is so difficult, which is why I'm really happy that you can come here and we can have this conversation, um, is because the male and female experience is so unique. It's so yes. different. Uh, women will it's never, we'll, women will never understand what it's like to be shamed for not being sexual. But men won't understand, understand what it's like, like to be shamed him. for yes. being sexual. Exactly. So exactly. it's like we're like we're we're literally exist on these polar opposite yeah. ends, in which it's like we're both kind of speaking like this foreign language of experience yes and okay so i know i know i know i know you hate feminists but i I greatly dislike third and what i consider fourth wave feminists first first wave i'm i'm not because first wave suffrage i agree with suffrage what type of idiot doesn't agree with suffrage second wave i agree with most of the tenets of second wave feminism it's just usually the third and fourth wave feminists Especially the fourth waivers, intersectionality garbage. I don't agree with, but continue. I have no idea what, <laughs> what feminism is. Um, I still don't know what But it is. anyway, feminism as a whole is basically equality for all people. And so I feel like a big part of that is trying to get men to understand the female experience and females to understand the male experience. And that's like channeling each person's femininity and masculinity like within themselves instead of having these like essentially like gender roles where like men were supposed to like if you're not running around chasing girls like you're gay which is like that doesn't even like why and then for girls like it's not if you enjoy having sex like you're a slut like that shouldn't be a thing either like you should be able to do as you please in what sense um without being pressured to fit a certain mold Mm -hmm. and so I feel like if more both women and men were like open to the idea of seeing the other side like a lot of these issues would be able to be resolved faster because there'd be 
you'd be able to see like, okay, this is what they're feeling. This is why they're doing what they're doing. And this is how what I do makes them feel. And then vice versa. Like, yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. And, and we talked about this as well. And this, I know this is, this is another part of the conversation that's extremely difficult to have, but this is why I've, I've always shared that a majority of the advice in my personal opinion mm-hmm. Like talking to guys, in my opinion, is just useless. This is my opinion, like about these issues. You should, but I think there's no guy who's coming to the realization that, oh, you shouldn't rape. Like, what? We can't do that? Like, I don't think any guys, like, mm. they know what they're doing, they know what they did is wrong. So I feel like it's kind of like telling people, yo, don't rob anybody. Most people know by the age of 18, 25, you shouldn't rob somebody. Mm-hmm. But now we have to teach people how to protect themselves from being victims of crime. And mm-hmm. that's why I, I personally, um, not to blame, not blaming the victim. I'm not blaming any victim. I think the emphasis moving forward, obviously, like I said, talk to the men. We're not saying never talk to the men. But I feel like a lot of the emphasis should be in regards to the women to protect themselves because it's a jungle. And if there's lions in the jungle, unfortunately, the lions are going to hunt. Okay. So, basically, um, that kind of made me mad. Good. (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. Because women are always like, it always comes back to you shouldn't have been wearing that. You shouldn't have done that. Like, it's somehow always turned back and put on the woman for not taking all the precautionary measures. But the thing is, at the end of the day, it does not matter if I am covered head to toe or if I am walking around a bikini. If like, if that man wants to do what he wants to do, he's going to do what he wants to do. It, I couldn't have changed anything about that. And so you can say all these like rules, but essentially all you're doing is putting these girls in a bubble to where they have to live in fear. So I have to make sure that I'm covered up. I have to make sure I'm looking over my shoulder. I have to make sure I don't say the wrong thing to the wrong person. But then if I don't say hi to a man when he comes by, I'm rude. But, I, you know, like, what do yeah. you do? No, I disagree with that. Like, and, and so for the, for the clothing comment, that's a, that's a slippery slope. I wouldn't even, even touch the clothes. I wasn't referring to clothes at all. I wasn't referring to you dress a certain way. You have to... You know, have your hem up a certain level. You can't wear skirts at a certain height. I'm not talking like what the comments I made had nothing to do with clothing. Clothing is a separate conversation for a, a day that I probably will never engage in because that's the day they fully crucified me on the cross. So I won't even talk about I'm not talking about the clothes. I'm talking about more so like environment placing, like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. My advice, like if I had a daughter, if I had a daughter, I would tell her never be alone with a guy who's not. Daddy or your brothers. Yeah. Period. I would tell her never, 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 never. Mm-hmm. And I would, but no. I mean, I she's gonna say. do what she does. She does, but, but like that's my as advice. Da- as her dad, as her dad, yes. That's my advice father. to all women. Like, don't go into another man's. Don't go into a lion's den because mm-hmm. you never know what kind of lions lurking inside. Mm-hmm. That's my advice. Exactly. Because, like I said, you should be free to go, as a woman, you should be free to go into a guy's house. You should be free to be butt naked on his bed 
oiled up and he sh- and you can say don't touch me and you should be 100% free to not be touched yes. cuz you said it <laughs> but my biggest thing is like i i understand that unfortunately criminals commit crimes mm-hmm. you know like when you when you go outside to the mall you don't see a sign that says don't break into the cars you don't ever see signs that don't break into these cars the signs say make sure you lock your va- valuables and keep them out of sight Mm-hmm. Because they understand that oh, yo, these criminals are out here lurking. Mm-hmm. So for me, I want the, in protection and caring for women. I want me personally. I want to share advice to protect them from these criminals. Because, yes. like I said, we can tell these guys, "Hey, guys, don't do this." When she comes over, don't like these guys are. They're gonna do it. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't, but yeah, they definitely I mean, shouldn't. They're definitely rule like guidelines that like every girl should abide by like when it comes to men just like precautionary measures like you know don't be alone with a strange man like you know if you're going on a date with somebody new like have a friend sit a couple of tables over like things like that like don't go over to dude's house at 1 a.m yeah um things like that like you kind of you know but it's times where it's just like uh, like you know, like your friends, like what happens, like you're friends with somebody for a couple of years, you trust them, like, you know, you've hung out with them several times, like, so you're not assuming that when I go over to your house, like that's what's going to happen. You know, like at that point, it isn't, there's not really much more I can do to protect myself other than like what, not have friends. Like I can't have like male friends. No, like I, I, I see where you're coming from and... You're not gonna, you're not gonna escape this one, but um. You talking about me? Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna show your, what you think as well. <laughs> I was having a conversation. Um, but no, I agree with you, and and me personally, I think male friends aren't wise for the most part. It's just me personally. This is me. This is that's just me. Hafiz, not saying God says or anybody. Just me personally, but like I said, I think my like my somebody once told me. Like you go, you go into a you go into the water. You see a shark. You know what the shark is gonna do. Mm-hmm. You go into the jungle. You see a tiger. You know what the tiger is gonna do. You go into a room. You see a human being. You have absolutely no idea what they're gonna do. No matter how many times you've seen them. So, me, for the protection of the individual, my advice would be even if because like I said, it's never the person you don't know. I mean, okay, so yeah. but in that sense. Take okay, right now, for example, if yeah. I were to text my parents and be like, Oh yeah, I'm going over to Chris and Hafiz's house to record a podcast, they'd be like, Alone at night, don't go. Yeah, but I that's like, great you know, advice. You know, but I still cause I trust you guys. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> but but at the same you time, won't. it's just like it's cause, you know, you come into these situations with people you trust. Yeah. So it's like there's only a certain level of protection like you said like you can give these advice but it's just like it's gonna be impossible especially in today's society where it's not uncommon for girls to have guy friends like for guys and girls to hang out together like our parents generation it was a little bit weird but like for us it's not like you know everyone hangs out together everyone does whatever like so how do you prevent it so that's what i'm saying so what you're that's describing why, is like mean, what's inevitable now it's not even inevitable because that's when it goes back to like you really have to instill these morals in your sons like you yes like it's we're always going to teach our daughters to protect themselves like you're going to tell them way more than they're going to listen but 
at the end of the day, like, you have to really instill these morals in your sons. Like, you can't just, like, oh, like, my son can do no harm. Like, you have to be like, hey, like, you're a man. You're going to go out into the world. You're going to have pressures to do things. And you have to be a man and say no. And, like, yeah. be a man and don't fall into basically boy things. Like, I, I agree. I agree 100%. I think the challenge is that people do that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the the Christian parents who are like, oh, if I had to teach my kid the Bible, he's not going to do anything bad. Like, you can you can teach your... You, every man in America can sit down and teach your son exactly how to behave and I still feel half like of they the guys... I don't. I feel like yeah. more people put focus on their daughters. More people will be like... And even if you ask around, like, if you're like, oh... Most guys, if you're like, would you have a, rather have a daughter or a son? They would rather have a son Amen. because they don't want to have to deal with the daughter. But at the Please end of the God. day, it's just like you don't want to have to deal with teaching your daughter to stay away from men. But you're also not going to really, really, really because you don't want to think of your son as a potential rapist. You're not going to force it down his throat like you should because you're just like, oh, this is my blood. Like, he's not going to hurt anybody. Like, mm-hmm. this is my baby. So it's like, you don't even really think about it. You'll you'll tell them once, hey, don't do this. And you're just like, okay. And you're just going to assume they're not going to do this. But it's like, you have to really be like, hey, like. I see what you're saying. Remind your, it's remind your sons as often as you would remind your daughters not to do something. Like, when you see your daughter walking out the door in shorts, you would be like, oh, no, go put some pants on. Oh, like you see, mother. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You see your son walking out, be like, all right, whoa, like, whoa, make sure, like, give him the same lecture you would give your daughter before yeah. she walks you out. Like, you're going to go hang out with the boy. Like, who are you? Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, when a girl goes out and she's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with a guy, like, yeah. What? Yeah. But like, if a guy's like, "Oh, okay, have fun," like you really you don't think about it because what danger is your son right. in? But you're not thinking your son could be somebody else's danger. You're 100 percent right. I definitely, I think we, I think that's an amazing point that I'm definitely going to start implementing, not just in my life but in life other guys because I think that's extremely important. We we don't do that. Like I said, unfortunately, society puts a pass. Like I, we have friends whose moms have told them, "You better be out there in these streets." Smashing and passing, yeah. you know. So like, there's definitely. What? I don't know what friends. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I, I personally don't know that. Oh, they, a mother. Yes. Yeah, that's. I could not imagine Shonda giving me that blessing. That would be insane. Yeah. That would be insane. So, like that's crazy. So yeah, I, so I agree with you. You made a you made a fantastic point. You're 100 percent right. We as men definitely need to have that same energy with our sons in regards to constantly reiterating and referring to them the about the importance of not manipulating and abusing people because I think it's a, it's a conversation that we, we tend to forget. No, I think, I think that's a great point. Um, I, but I also still agree that at the same time, like practical advice for daughters is also mm-hmm. beneficial as well. Yes. Like don't stop educating your daughters to like protect themselves. Cause there are going to be creeps in the world. There's going to be people who will do things that you can't control. So you should always be mindful of your surroundings, of yourself, of the people you associate with. But, like, just that focus does need to be stronger on the boys because I feel like they they just get a pass. Yeah. Chris? Andy, like you, you like to add? That was my turn. Yeah. Um, I think it's been several times where I've listened to, like, relationship talks and, you know, how men should treat women, et cetera, et cetera, things like that. And I think the best answer that I have heard um, is definitely, it's kind of too late for our generation. And like, and like people, anybody yeah. that's in, anybody that's like, 
kids know everything nowadays. What right. age? I would say any, anybody that's over like 10, it's too late. In my mind. <laughs> you don't think you can like you. recondition 10? No, I don't think so. I not think today. so because they're not really like dating, dating like you're they 10. Seen it all. They seen it all at 10. Now, because I feel like I saw it all. What, what grade I was in? Seven, eighth grade? What, what, what age is that? I don't know anything. <laughs> and, and ninth, seven, at ninth seven. grade, you're, you're 14. You turn 14 in ninth seven grade. 7th and 8th grade is 12, I 13. Didn't know anything. So that's what I'm saying. That's 12 and 13. So you asked you. You didn't know everything. But true. as God, did you know some stuff at 12, 13? Well, I knew some stuff at 7 and 6. There you go. So I was like saying, like, the general, and that was, what, a long time ago. T- over 10 years ago. So it was, over t- I don't know. But over 10 years ago. So it's like, nowadays, they know stuff way younger uh, now. So that's why I say anything, about, anybody over 10 is kind of too late. Um, I don't think it's ever too late because I'm I'm talking about c- creating like a huge transformation of change in oh, society. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's too late. So it's like it kind of has to start with the youngest generation to really instill um, those practices, those characteristics of being um, a respectable man towards women. Mm-hmm. You know, without being introduced to porn, without being introduced to the to friends that that wants to uh like wants you to smash all those girls, yada yada yada. It's it's our grandkids basically. Like if we want to create those change, we have to start with the youngest generation. Like for men, it's gonna take a long time to really like to change that. But see, the biggest change is families, um, and those practices for the for the men, uh. At the least. And I think uh, for the women to just the way what Hafiz say, I think Hafiz is what he's saying is basically like, you know, be wise. You yeah. know, I think and I think I think that goes for both men and women to be wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's some instances where I was chilling at the house. Girl came up. I wasn't expecting nothing. And she came and got me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that, that was a shocker. <laughs> like, I wasn't ready for that. So I'm like, dang, is, is that what that feel like? Did I get finessed? Did I get played? That's what that feels like. Like, I wasn't ready for that. So, I mean, I think it's... uh. I think it happened on both ways. And I think um, you definitely, like, you have to use, you know, your surroundings, the knowledge, and the wisdom that you that was instilled in you to make sure that you don't put, your, put men and women put themselves in position to have, like, things happen to them. That's all what Hafiz is saying. I know what you're saying is, it's definitely, we have to teach these younger boys as men to be respectable as women as possible and really treat them like, uh, our mothers and our sister because we would never you know manipulate and try to make games and play around uh, with them because we care and love them so much so we look at women as you know as a soul rather than a body um, that's when we can really see change in the world I agree I yeah. totally agree yep. and I also like to add that women here's in reality women sexually assault a lot as well. Yeah. Guys just don't talk about it. Yeah, we yes. really like guys yeah. don't talk about it. That was a sexual assault that happened. I, I, I'm <laughs> telling you, Whoa. I've I've had almost everything done to me that if like women will be traumatized by, like a lot of crazy stuff, and I think a lot of women do feel entitled. Yes. That oh he's a guy he I mean that's what I'm saying like the the, the culture is like a cancer that's permeating everybody mm-hmm. you know and like a lot of women will have this mindset oh he's a guy this is how he's like you know and so i think it's also important for women as well to to not just view guys as these sexual deviants mm-hmm. so i feel like when you when you 
create an identity. And when you start speaking an identity to men, and then you manifest that. You you manifest that, and and you draw it to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I remember somebody once said, all the women who said all guys ain't ish are usually the women that drawing all those guys because you're like you're literally like like wolf whistling. You know what I mean? Calling all the call, you know what I mean? Like what what that thing we the doggy whistle when the dogs hear the thing and it comes to you. Like you know what I'm talking about? A dog whistle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like it's what you're doing when you're saying all these negative things about men. Is mm-hmm. that you? Some you then you're somehow attracting that negative male energy, and so yeah, I just think it's important that we all learn to be respectful of one another. We all learn healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. you know. And um, yeah, because like I said, I've heard I've I've heard many stories. No, me no, fellas yeah. and ladies. Yeah. Yep. Dag, Nabby, yeah. And then and then ladies, don't don't call him out of his name when you say no and he stops. Don't be flaming him up in the group chat. Who hurt you? No. <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just saying. <laughs> Who called you out your name? Huh? Who called you out your no, name? No, I'm just saying, no, girls be in the group chats with their homegirls. Oh, little strip ball. You got a little thing, thing. <laughs> you know, they be at the group chat like, I just went over this dude's house and you can't believe what he just didn't he do. He said no to all you know of these. Like, don't, be, don't be shaming me. You don't want guys. all of these. That's not how the group message goes. You must not be mad enough to all of these. Wow. <laughs> oh man! Wow, I like I'm that. Sorry, I'm I sorry. like that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, hold on. So we we did the we did the alcohol. We did the sexual assault. We did the finesse language. So yeah. does that mean you're stopping finesse language? Huh? It's a tool. <laughs> okay. I think you have to like anything. You got to use the tool properly. Yeah, you guys, you got to. You just can't. Yeah, you can't abuse the tool. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, whoa, come on. So I have a question. I have a question for. You. Let's say there was this guy, and him and this girl met after a party, and they were both drinking. And then the guy tried to the girl. They were hanging out, and she gave him the the eye of the tiger. Right. She gave him the look. That's the eye of the tiger. <laughs> don't don't, don't laugh. Like, like we're weird. That's a real thing. That's a real. And, thing. and she gave him the look, and he went in to kiss her. And she kind of like dodged it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, it is what it is. I'm going to stop. And then she gave him the look again. And he was confused. He went in for a second time. Which she dodged it a second time. Okay, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Just stop right there. I think we're done. It's done. Whatever it is. Annoyed at that. Done. You're done. You're finished. Don't, yeah, don't look at, at that me. Point, yeah. Stop it, looking at me. Isn't that weird? Like... Cause, Cause, that person may think this woman is playing hard to get. No, nah, she's just no. being annoying and childish. That's what I'm saying. But she's playing hard to get. She playing. She knows she's being annoying and childish. That's what hard to get is. So why do you want to? No, like <laughs> I'm good, fam. But no, what I'm saying is, don't. No. She dodged it twice. And twice? that's the point. Okay, ladies, be clear with your intentions. Stop playing games. Like, the same guy. What else is he doing? What is he doing? Oh my God. Is oh he God, okay? God. Huh? Is he okay? Yeah. Is he a loser? Is he in, is involuntarily celibate? No. <laughs> this, this same guy tried this to another girl. Mm-hmm. And let's say number four, it worked. But no, no, no. They like they dodged it, and they're like they wanted to cheek. What? You know, like let's say let's say it's a face, right? And the guy there's a face. Okay. And the guy went for the face like this, and they're like, eh. 
and then kiss him on the cheek. And they're like, okay. And then a couple seconds later, he tried again. Eh, like last minute, like super last minute. Is she and laughing? Is she joking? Is like she... she's laughing and smiling. She... I mean, sometimes that's like out of un- like yeah, discomfort. I'd be, I'd be, all right, fam. Yeah, but fam. yeah, but like I, I mean, sometimes it's it's tricky. But right, so I'm just saying, if right, you dodge so... my kiss twice, like you better kiss me. I, I just don't want. Like, yeah, if you okay, want it, yeah, I'm, I'm right here. Like you know, like yeah. I'm laughing. Like... Okay, let's make it clear. That happened to me. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but he was like, "Wait, no, the wait, same wait, guy." What are you looking for, fam? So that's what I say. I was. And that, like, because the, that happened the first time I tried that move. Because I tried the whole, um, what's that movie called? Best Man. Remember the Best Man when he went for a forehead first? Best Man? Yeah. And then, you know, they went, duh, 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 yeah, duh, I, yeah, I remember that. Duh, you know what I mean? So I tried that move. You gotta mo- stop doing Start watching movies. I'm just saying. Yeah, I just, things I, don't work out I just, in real life I wanna, the way they I just want to see if things work. I, they I'm, don't. A, I'm a they, clinical psychologist. I run you, clinical it's a real life. You literally produce that was movies. That was scripted. I you know. Really I just want to see. And you literally be like. They had to rehearse it because they messed up in real <laughs> Because I wonder if in real life this works. So I tried it one time and it worked. It was very successful because it warms the, the lady up and then, then eventually yeah. they go in for it. Like literally, the, by the fifth time they go in for it. So. <laughs> in the way you said that sounds really bad. By the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> Negro. I said they go in for it though. It's different than me going in for it. Like, yeah. you know, so they, they, I just said it sounded bad. That's why we yeah, did it. I just said they go 90 and then they, you go 90, they go they go to the 10. I take the whole 100. <laughs> you disgusting man. <laughs> but and so then a sec. Then but the, I say it though, but I know you want it. All right, I know you. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, so you, you like talking Yeah, about I, I acknowledge it. Like, I'm coming in. Like, it's one <laughs> This I'm is happening. Again. This is happening. Until you, yeah. until I, you I, do this. I, 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 Okay. Last <laughs> You're the funny guy. And so then the second time, <laughs> the second time I did it, like the body language was so like hard to get flirty type that I was confused. And then later on, the person told uh, one of my friends that I made him feel really uncomfortable, and I felt really bad. Yeah. I was confused. I was like, like so. Let me explain. Like we were we were chilling on the car and we were hugged up, right? <laughs> And, 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 and this person was leaning against me, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So at any moment, I felt like if you didn't want to be here, because we were literally in a parking lot by ourselves, yeah. I felt like they could have left. Yeah, but they stayed. Mm-hmm. You, see, you see, like they stayed, and so and it kept on giving me the look, the long gazes. Yeah, she's definitely. Thinking, and I was com- she's thinking in her head, I want this by shouldn't. And I was confused. That's why I was confused because, like, look, I'm like, you know what I mean. Like, don't, don't thrust on <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he can't do yeah, it. Don't, don't, don't thrust on the couch. <laughs> so I was, very, I was very confused because I was like, all the signals. People always say like body language and nonverbal. Yeah. Like, all the body language and nonverbal was communicating this. Mm-hmm. But then I found out later, like, oh, and that's when I felt really bad. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. I didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like, like what, do you, what do you suggest in regards to like... I mean, in that situation, like... I feel like the only thing you can do is just like apologize to her for making you like for f- making her feel uncomfortable because that's that wasn't your intention like I feel like a big part of that like when you when something like that happens and someone feels maybe uncomfortable or assaulted like if they bring it to your attention like the best thing to do is apologize because it's just like you don't want them to have like a like you don't want them to have that 
perception of you. Yeah. And then also you want them to understand like that's not what I was trying to do to yeah. you. Like I wasn't trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Like please don't feel uncomfortable. Like understand the situation so that that puts them at ease and also maintains your Yeah, I try to reach out. They didn't they, they didn't respond to me. I mean, maybe they didn't want to talk about it. Like, you know, they're like, "All right, so that was awkward. There's yeah. nothing left here for us. I'm just going to dead this." Yeah. But um as long as you try to reach out and apologize and just like make your intentions clear, like that's all you can do on that part and I'm sorry that awkwardness happened. <laughs> I'm sorry for her. <laughs> Sorry, man, it's all good, fam. You, your attention was good. It's okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yellows, yellows. You can't you can't control how people experience. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. So exactly. I can only imagine how many other men like and like like I said, I'm the one. I'm not trying to have sex, but I, uh, I can see men who are trying to have sex and how they can be put in situations like that mm-hmm. and like the like the whole. I don't want to go down there. I won't talk about that. But like I can just see how certain men will be in situations like that. And then they would be, they would feel really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot this one, this one guy who, who told a story about, um, he gave his woman a hug. And then I think he said, like, his hand secretly, like, touched her back, mm-hmm. like, the lower parts of her back. And he said sorry to her. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she was, like, really offended by him. After he said sorry a bajillion times, like, he said, I didn't mean to do it like that. It was just, you know, the hand just slipped. And then he, like, lost his job because she said that he um, touched her inappropriately. Ooh. Yeah. Tough. So, that is tough. Because I feel like the, the the biggest thing with the Me Too, Time's Up movement is the reason why a lot of men, and I'm be honest with you, why I'm not on board with it, um, is that a lot of men are afraid of creating a machine that could crucify them as well. You know, like cr- create a machine in which there's there's not due, due process mm-hmm. in which if you empower and support this machine that goes after people without due process without hearing the guy's side you mm-hmm. know crucifying with a quarter public opinion a lot of guys are hesitant of supporting it because they don't want that machine to then turn on them I feel like that at the end of the day like people don't even treat men who do commit these acts towards women with like that much different like the law will persecute somebody for marijuana or like some other drug like for five times, ten times worse than somebody who raped a child. And then on top of that, you see all these people in like celebrities and stuff like that. And then the way they mistreat women and all the rape um, allegations and like abuse and stuff like that. But yet like people are saying like, oh no, like they do this, but they're still in the public eye, still making lots of money, still doing whatever they was doing, still have millions of adoring fans, like men and women. Like, so even though like this movement is happening, it's not even having the effect that it really should have just because of all the women that are coming forth and saying it, it's still not really changing anything. And you it's think like, so? I mean, it's. I feel like it's a really good thing for women because it's giving them a platform to, like, for healing, I would say. Just to know that you're not the only person who had to deal with something like this. Like, there's other people. It's hap- Like, it's a support group. Like, you have people you can go to. You have people who can help you get through this, figure out how to move on, that kind of stuff. It's more for that 
than to persecute the men because that's not even really where it's going. A lot of these people aren't even like naming their abuser. They're just being like, this happened to me in this situation. And if you don't know who did it, then you don't know who did it. Like, that's how it is. It's really more to not hold that in anymore. Like, I, like that be your secret. Be like, okay, I've been hiding this. I've been dealing with this. I've been trying to move past it, pretend it didn't happen. But like now I can say it out loud, acknowledge that this happened to me and try to move forward from it. So I feel like that's the biggest part of the movement more so than being like, oh, let's bring down men. Like, let's persecute them. Let's do all this. No, I don't I don't think the movement is intentionally trying to persecute men, but I would say that victims of crimes of sexual assault do want to see their people who victimize them punished under the court of law. Would you not argue agree with that? I mean, I feel like you would want like most people want some sort of justice. Yeah. Um in a sense so like Yes, like in those sense, like especially with like celebrities, that's what that's where it started with the celebrities bringing it. Cause like, let's be real, all these actresses and stuff like that, like, you know, they're being raped by like directors, producers, because they just, they want, they need to work and stuff like that. These people are making money and they're getting fame and they're doing all this stuff. And like, you're sitting there trying to deal with what they did to you and you're watching their fame and success grow as you're kind of like slowly breaking up. Like, you know, breaking apart. So I feel like in those sense, like, yeah, of course you want justice because it's just like you really took a big part of my life and just like changed it dramatically. Now I have to live with this and you get to live like scot-free. Like it's kind of, I mean, it's a little bit like of a revenge thing. Yes, but it's just like it's justice. Like, because why do I have to live with what you did to me and you don't have to live with it? No. No, I agree, and I and like I said, I I totally believe that justice should be justice should be provided for everybody who has been a victim of crime. Mm-hmm. I hundred percent agree with that. I think that what a lot of men are fearful of is how do we go about executing this justice? Like, what do processes going on? For example, like let's say if somebody came with an accusation for somebody who was a big list actor, the mm-hmm. accusation alone could extremely damage his reputation, mm-hmm. you know, without any due process. And so that's what a lot of men are afraid of. They're afraid of. They're afraid of them, someone coming out and speaking out against them. But my thing about that is like. More often than not, women aren't lying about it. I mean, there are the cases that women lie about it, but more often than not, women aren't lying about it because it's a really vulnerable thing to even talk about, to be able to be put yourself... And a lot of women don't even want to be seen as a victim. Like, to be able to put yourself in that and be open about an experience that happened to you that in where you look very weak. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes to look weak. And so I feel like if... As a man, like you're genuinely fearful of someone coming out and saying something against you, it's probably because you did something. Do you do you think that's true? And and the reason I say a reason I I may disagree with that is that you know a lot of these successful guys have a lot of women who are angry at them, and a lot of these women are women who they just you know had sex with and didn't want anything else from them. Mm-hmm. And so a lot, a lot of women are very bitter, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, the, 
you know, of the what the guys did. I can only imagine, you know, even regular guys have women who are bitter at them. And so I guess they're they're fearful that at any time, if in her mind she's upset and says, You did this to me, no matter what due process says should happen, just her vocalizing and complaining and bringing this issue to the public light mm-hmm. will cause him to have punitive damages. I feel like if you don't, re- if you treat people right, there's not going to really be anyone with that bit. Like, cause let's be real. Like the girls who are maybe like still angry with somebody they had like previous relationships, it's cause they were done wrong in some way, shape or form for them to be angry to the extent where they want to affect your life like negatively like there was something that you did sometimes sometimes yes but sometimes it's like i can only you know i can only i can't speak for never mind i think for some guys it may be like when i was 24 and you know she came over the house and you know we did Mm -hmm. what we did but then she wanted to be in a relationship with me i was like yo it was not like that i could you know what i mean i can see that they'd be feeling some type of way about it but i feel like if, like, we're talking about, like, a celebrity point of view, right? hmm So, like, that happened when they're, like, what, 24 or whatever. Say they're, like, 35, 40 now. Like, for them to be that mad, like, years later to do something like that, like, you did something. Like, if it was, like, on you something so? like that. No one's going to be mad, like, at somebody they had, like, they had relationships with 10, 15 years ago, didn't want to be with them. They've probably been hurt by somebody else since then. Like, but, but or I, they're happy by now. Like, something. I think I think what happens is like, for example, I don't want to I don't want to say anybody's name. I don't want anybody to get in trouble. But there's certain celebrities who share that you know there was girls back in the day. You mm-hmm. know, the whoop, the whoop, 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 did what he had to do, and then later on, you know, he kind of left his savage ways behind. Yeah, you know, and you know, was in a committed public relationship that everybody used relationship goals for. Yeah, and so whenever something happened, good women would come out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, from the past to try to, like, attack his family and his wife now. Yeah. And so it's like, because they're jealous. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, and, I, and that's why, <laughs> so, I agree with you. It's such a small percentage. Mm-hmm. And I have an illustration, but I haven't perfected it. So I, I don't want to say it on this podcast because I don't want to get in trouble. But it's like, that, let's say the numbers are correct and 3% of men are falsely accused, mm-hmm. right? Men see that 3% can be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's say a million men are accused a year. 3% is what? 30,000 men? Mm-hmm. Like that, that well, not 30,000, 10,000 men. I'm sorry. I used the 100 million number. But 10,000 men a year, like men are afraid that that, that well, 3% is 30,000. I'm tripping. I might not if it's right. 30,000 men mm-hmm. could be me. And they're afraid of that. And so, the, and so that, I think that's why they're hesitant of mm-hmm. it. And that's why I believe if we can, it's so hard, but if we can really find a healthy way to have due process in these situations, we can prevent these things. We can, we can make more men on board. I mean, but there's really like, like how? Because there's his side, her side, and then the truth. But there's really like, unless you're there, there's no way to get the truth. I agree with you. And that's where it gets so hard because a, I remember this one woman said, 
Imagine if that was your daughter. That's a lot of girls' argument. They said, imagine if that was your daughter yes. who made that claim. How would you feel then? And I've always said, but imagine if that was, was your son mm-hmm. and somebody claimed that against them. The same bias you have to your daughter and believe her, no matter what anybody else says, mm-hmm. you have that same bias towards your son. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I just think it's like, it just gets so tricky. And I, I want justice to happen, but I just don't want to create a monster I know all girls like you guys. You guys are over exaggerating, but if guys really feel this way, mm-hmm. I feel like you should at least acknowledge why they feel this way instead of just mm-hmm. saying we're just we. You guys just don't want to rape women anymore. It's like don't ha- don't have these simplistic narratives. Mm-hmm. Think about it a little bit deeper. Like maybe there's something that we can all work together to do to create a better future for our children. No sex. Oh, <laughs> sex robots. <laughs> sex robots. You haven't seen answer? those? <laughs> oh, I've seen them. Having experience. I don't, know if, that's the, I don't <laughs> know if that's the answer. Yeah, sex robots. I don't, I don't think kidding. that's the answer. It cannot be the answer. I'm just kidding. No. You said no sex. I just sex robots. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So in closing, what is some of our advice we would like to give to young men? Because like I said, I'm not gonna do the girls. I'm gonna do the guys. So go around the circle. Start with Mel. Um, I'll go. Then Chris will go. Advice to young men in regards to telling them how to treat these young ladies, especially in college campuses? I mean, honestly, the best advice is to be able to view, like, hold all women in the same respect that you hold your friends, your sisters, like, your mother, your daughter. Like, it's as simple as that. Like, it's it's good. It's hard because, I mean, obviously you see a girl and you don't know her and you're just like, ooh, like, I want to know her like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but really, just like when you do have those urges, like just in the back of your mind, just like treat her with that respect. Like you don't have to marry her, but like you have to respect her because even if she's not your friend, your daughter, your sister, like she's somebody's daughter, somebody's sister, somebody's friend. So just be mindful because that could be that whatever you do to her, like someone can do to someone that's close to you. That's my advice. Great advice. My advice to these young men is, you know, Thank you guys for tuning into this conversation. First and foremost, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to learn and to grow. You know, as as a Christian guy, I personally am not having sex until marriage. And I personally believe that that's the safest thing in 2018. I just think you just it's just so much more safer than to be in these streets. It's just it's just a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous place to be. So that's that's my number one personal advice. The number one, the only advice I would give, but if you have to push me to give you heathens, I'm just kidding, but you give guys who, you know, may not believe what I believe some advice. My number one thing is, man, you got to really, really, really be as wise as possible and to literally ask questions and get verbal cues and verbal consent at every point. And if you ever even hear a n, it's over. Just pack up your stuff and go home. That's my advice. <laughs> um, I would say just adding on to all because both of your both the advices were were good. Um, just continue to educate um, yourselves. I know for for me and some like probably some other guys. I think if you learn about um, the sex industry, rape culture, sex trafficking culture, that can make you 
uh, hopefully it can make you more sensitive um, to this whole overall um, category. So that's that's one thing I say: educate yourself. I mean, talk to your your sister, your mother, your good friends, um, things like that. Because I I know I mean I have heard stories personally from males, so I was like I know um, you know what some of these women go through, and it's definitely made me more sensitive to uh, some of the things that made me more aware. And then also, um, I think with just like our podcast, like if you're a male and you have you know more questions for Hafiz and I, or you want to gain better understanding, don't be afraid to reach out to us, you know, via DMs, email, et cetera, et cetera. We'll always try to figure out ways we can help. Um, or if you have, you know, been through through abuse or assault, any, any kind of thing for a male, again, reach out to us. And same thing for women. Um, I know there's, I'm sure there's some hotlines, some, uh, some Facebook pages or I mean My I don't DMs know mail yeah. mail's DMs are open um, I definitely say um, like with the whole with the whole short film and mental health awareness I think isolation keeping things in can only make things worse and um, and create destruction in, in your life so definitely want to reach out and, and express the hurt and pain and the experience that you've been through uh, with somebody that understands and know how to comfort you as well um, so that's definitely what this whole overall episode was about education, bring awareness and light so we can continue to create a better world um, through this podcast. So if you have any questions, have anything you want to talk about, reach out to us and let's make change. I love it. Yep. All right, Mel. So where can people find you? Where can they reach out to you? Where do they go? Give us all your socials, all that jazz. Um. Well, OK, so. My Twitter is a young Mel, like a Y O U N G <laughs> Mel. Um, and my Instagram is corporate.hippie underscore. But honestly, <laughs> you know, hippie is hilarious. Um, but if it's easier to remember, okay, I have an art Instagram. It's right half of my brain, and my Twitter is the same. And so if you guys want to, especially for like the young women out there, if you have a story, like if you want to talk about it or if you want to write it down or express yourself in any way, please reach out to me. Like I would love to include your story as a part of the book. Um, you can be anonymous if you want or we can have your name on it. It just depends on however you would like to go about that. If you want to identify as a victim or survivor, like it's really up to you. But or if you want to email me, if you don't have social media, write half of my brain at gmail.com. There it is. And you can also reach out to us if you want that information as well. Easy. Yeah, I said it kind of fast. Write half of my brain at gmail.com. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Mel, for taking your time to come and educate us. And thank you so much for bearing with us with these conversations and all of our listeners. Like we said, you know, the most difficult part of this conversation is that men and women come from two different sides of this coin. Mm -hmm. And it's really important for us to be able to sit down and to hear one another's differences and to educate one another. So, Mel, thank you so much for educating us. Here. So, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, it's your boy, Hafiz. Crystal Show, baby. And Young Mel. <laughs> and we are the roommates, guys. Make sure you continue to share, 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 guys. Man, if young ladies... Who've listened into this podcast? If you feel like there's a uh, your brother or a guy friend that you want to hear this message, guys, send this link to this 
podcast to your male friends so they can hear it, so they can be encouraged because we're trying to create a change in society. Thank you so much for your support and your time. We love you so much. We're the roommates and good night. Well, it's actually goodbye because you may be in the car listening to this on your way to work. But anyway, adios. <laughs> yeah.